podcast hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show we're going to discuss why changing your food plan could be a very negative thing in terms of your overall goal to improve body composition, to improve your health, maybe your performance. So when we look at any goal we have, re-health and fitness, nutrition plays a pivotal part. Um, probably one of the, the, the fundamental parts really when it comes to performance, when it comes to body composition changes, or when it comes to just general health. Um, what, our, what our nutrition consists of plays a massive, massive part. So what we need to consider when we, when we look at our nutrition is we need to have the base fundamentals right within our diet. Now, the, 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 the show today is all about stop changing your, your nutrition plan. And why do I make that statement? The reason being is, and we'll start with a couple of points here, and I really want you to kind of to take into account what I'm trying to say. When we try to change our, our, our nutritional habits and our behaviors, we need to have some sort of consistency. We need to have some sort of discipline. So my biggest thing always with clients is, I'm always going to ask the client, the very first thing we're going to try to do is improve the blueprint of what's coming in. So we're going to try to improve the basic, fundamental uh, nutrients, macros that are coming into the diet. What we're going to do is we're going to start with the basics first. We're going to increase protein intake because for most people coming to me, whether it be for competition prep, whether it be for transformation or photo shoot prep or weight loss, normally we're going to see a trend of a lower protein intake and a higher carbohydrate intake and higher fat intake. So we're going to start to adjust the variables around that. So when it comes to protein, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to set ourselves out three or four protein choices that we're going to add in each day so we have a little bit of variety. So we'll say, for instance, we're going to have chicken, we're going to have turkey, steak, and we're going to have salmon. So we've got four different options there for macros that we can have within our dinner and maybe possibly lunch. Then we're going to look at what protein sources are we going to choose for breakfast. So then we might put in eggs, we might put in whey protein powder, we might put in some natural yogurt. So we've got three options there. Then we'll move to our macronutrients first, or, or sorry, micronutrients. So we're going to say we're adding in two pieces of fruit. We're going to say with fruit, we're just going to have any type of fruit and we're going to have two portions a day, a portion being a piece of fruit um, twice a day. And then we're going to add in more fiber through vegetables and salad and we're going to make sure that all our main meals breakfast lunch and dinner are going to have some form of salad or some form of vegetables included at least a cup serving and after that we're going to choose our carbohydrate sources and we'll say if just to give you an example we might go oats as our one of our breakfast sources we might go maybe a bit of wholemeal toast as our next breakfast source and we might go for maybe an English muffin as our next breakfast source. Then when it comes to lunch, we might go for a wholemeal uh, bagel or a wholemeal wrap. Or we might go for a little bit of maybe potato. Or we might go a bit, bit of couscous quinoa, maybe in a salad at lunchtime. So we're just choosing one or two pieces there. And then for dinner, we're going to have brown rice. We're going to have uh, white potato. We're going to have sweet potato um, as our options. And maybe a, a bit of white rice if we want. So we're going to have a couple of options there. Now, the next thing we look at then is our fat sources. So we know that we've got a bit of salmon coming in and a bit of steak. So we've got fattier cuts of meat and fish. Then we've got some eggs coming in. So we know we're getting some fats there through the eggs because eggs are predominantly protein and fat. And then 
we're going to add in um, some poly and monounsaturated fats and we'll keep that nice and basic we might put in a bit of peanut butter for a snack we might put in some olive oil for cooking and we might put in maybe some nuts walnuts almonds cashews for snacks and we'll put them in as our fat sources maybe a little bit of dark chocolate in the evening which is another source of fat and will be quite good for you so you can see where i'm coming from here with setting the baseline we're, we're setting out the standard of a just the blueprint of what your nutrition should look like on a daily basis. Now, what we do then is once we that set, what I want you to do is I want you to get consistent at choosing these types of foods, get, getting used to, of how your body digests them and getting used to making meals based around them. And then you're working through that for the number of weeks. What this will do is it will give you a very, very good baseline of food. And remember, everything we've kind of mentioned is one ingredient, wholesome foods, high in fiber, um, that are going to digest really well and if they don't we pull them out and we change but they would pr predominantly will digest really well and you are going to start to see a difference very very quickly but the problem there is the difference doesn't come or the changes don't come overnight you have to allow time for change so what i mean by that is we need to allow at least one to two weeks maybe possibly three weeks for the body just to settle in get used to this kind of nutrition profile from where you are coming from get used to the meal timings and adding them in, getting used to the meals and the, and the way you're going to put the meals together. And then obviously on the back of that, you're going to have a training program included, which will be some form of resistance training, lifting weights, and some form of cardiovascular work, high, higher intensity, lower intensity, whatever it may be. But all that together as a unit has to work, but it takes time. So if you're continually changing your foods, if you're continually looking for five different types of breakfast four different types of lunch six different types of dinners all the time you're just going to drive yourself down a road of aggravation stress and anxiety around your eating because what you're going to see is you keep changing your foods you're probably maybe a little bit inaccurate in the amounts you're putting in because you're not used to a certain structured diet and then you're seeing that the weight is not changing or the body composition is not changing or the performance is not improving and that's the roadblock i find an awful lot of people find themselves in constantly looking for change 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 instead of being consistent on one plan first and then we can start to incorporate change so let's let's paint the picture you've started this pathway of what we've discussed you've picked your breakfast um macros you've picked your lunch and you've picked your dinner you've threw in a couple of snacks and you've wrote all this down this is all in front of you now now you start to put it together with some meals so you get consistent you hit your first two weeks and you say, right, I'm absolutely been bang on there. I've been consistent. I've been disciplined. I've been heating the meals. I've been changing out my meat sources, my fish sources, my vegetable sources, my uh, fruit sources, my carb sources, like we've written on our, our piece of paper. And I've done that. And I've also started and being consistent with my training. I'm training two times to three times to four times per week, whatever that may be, resistance training, some cardiovascular training. So you've all them boxes ticked. Now the body starts to settle in. So we see a little bit of a change, energy comes up, sleep improves, digestion is good, everything is on point, training is starting to get a little bit better, your body's getting more adapted to the training, it's now getting a bit more adapted to the way you're eating as well and the eating behaviours. And now is the time that we can start to look at, we're gone past that kind of two or three week period, now we can start to adjust and change little bits. So we can start to say to ourselves, right, let's change up the protein sources a little bit, we've went for steak we're going to change that to a bit of lamb we went for chicken we're going to change that to more white fish now we're going to run a little bit of time on some uh, hake some place uh, sea bass stuff like that 
we, we, we're going to take away our salmon and we're going to get another oily fish like mackerel. So again, it's just changing the protein sources and then that's revering your diet straight away again. And then you're learning the skill of cooking these foods, weighing these foods or whatever you're trying to structure. If we've gone to the next stage of that, which is counting calories. But the beauty there is that you're starting to change the protein sources. You're starting to look at your carbohydrate sources and you're changing them. And then you're looking at your fat sources and you're mixing them around. So again, we can start to change up the nutrition plan. But the biggest factor here was we're three or four weeks down the road and we've already set a base and we've already set some some fundamental habits and behaviors around our day and around our nutrition practices. And that's the biggest, biggest factor because if you don't set them habits and behaviors first, you're constantly looking for change too quick. You're never going to set a behavior because you're constantly breaking it and changing it and you're, you're all over the place. So it's really, really important that you look at that and you say to yourself, OK, if I'm three or four weeks down the road now, I'm starting to change up the foods a little bit. Now we're getting a bit more variety. Brilliant. Now we might be at a stage where we start to look at and this could be four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks down the road, we will start to look at, okay, what's the energy balance coming in now? Let's start to learn how to track our food. And I find this a very, very powerful thing. I know a lot of people are negative towards tracking food. They think it's a very bad way of looking at food, but it's not. It's a teaching tool, an education tool that will show you exactly what goes into your body on an energy level each and individual day you'll start to understand what portion control looks like you'll start to understand the energy within certain types of food and then that leads you to a more educated approach to when you are choosing foods and when you are putting a plate of food in front of you now like i said you've already set the fundamental behaviors you've already set a fundamental diet with with basic macros coming in and now you're starting to change out your macros and now you're moving to the next stage which is starting to learn about counting these macros and understanding calories understanding energy balance energy coming into the body from food and energy going out of the body from walking exercise the body's ability to break down certain foods all these factors you'll start to learn about slowly and, and again from a coaching perspective we're just going to pick one at a time which could look like again keep going back to the fundamentals basics of nutrition that's the most important same with training guys you learn the basics first to set up the execution of an exercise and then you progress it you don't progress it and then learn the execution and set up after so with nutrition education it has to be baseline first you first learned about different types of food and setting a structure then you learned how to change them different types of food and then you move to stage three which is learning about the energy in within the food you're consuming and then calculating that together and then knowing how much energy you're putting in and then you can you can see how your body is changing with this amount of food and you can manipulate that pathway but again you're understanding um different terms um like the thermic effect of food if i eat more protein why does my what does my, what does my body do or oh, it burns more calories how does it burn more calories because it has to break that food down and it takes a little bit longer to break it down then you start learning about digestion. Okay, if I eat more protein, that means I'm going to have a slower release energy because my body is going to take more time to break it down. I will feel fuller after meals. Same with fat. Fat takes a longer digestion period than carbohydrates. So we know if we've got a diet that's predominantly a little bit higher in fat and protein, we're going to have a little bit slower digestion. So all these factors play a massive role in your education. But again, it's only step by step um, in, in, in terms of learning and that's the key thing that's why changing your diet you never learn if you constantly change you're constantly looking for change 
you truly do I, I believe as a coach you truly are skewed in what you really want to achieve so if somebody comes to me and they say okay I want to improve my body composition I've done this previously it didn't work and I need I need a bit of guidance and I need something that's going to get me to where I need to be so we currently look at where you are and then we look at where you want to be and all I'm going to do as a coach is I'm going to map out that process and show you, okay, this is the steps that we need to take. And if we take these steps, I can guarantee you we'll get to where you want to be. And that's the key. So trusting in somebody, guys, that the pro there is a process to everything we do. If we, you've many times seen people probably on Instagram and even myself prepping, there's a process in that. You don't just suddenly go from being in decent enough shape to being in stage condition, which is under 8% body fat. You don't just do it. It isn't an overnight process. There's a process involved in that, a step-by-step -step process of 16 to 20 to 24 weeks of constant focus on diet, your, your nutrition, your uh, training, and your biofeedback, your recovery, and your stress, and all that stuff. We take everything into account, and each step along the way is mapped out in four-week blocks. So the same thing happens with somebody that comes to me then for, say, what general body composition they want to lose weight, feel better, be more toned. I'm going to say, OK, there's a phased approach to this. This is phase one. Then we move to phase two and we move to phase three. We cannot move to phase three unless we complete phase two. And we know now from our conversation, changing our diet all the time is never going to get us past phase one. We need to set base fundamental uh, food groups learn about them, get used to cooking them, putting them into meals. Then we, we set behaviors and habits around eating and nutrition. And then we move to phase two, where we start to change the foods coming in and, and, and work on changing the variety of the foods. And then we go to stage three, where we learn about macronutrients, energy balance, and how to calculate how much we're actually taking in. And then we move to phase four, where we mightn't have to track anymore because we've we've done it for a period of time now and visually we can eyeball certain dishes and we know okay roughly that's going to be x amount of calories and then the same thing happens with training so changing your training plan all the time how are you going to get good at it how are you going to get strong within a certain um, exercise or within a certain plane of motion or plane of movement so if you're trying to get strong in a bench press but you keep changing from a barbell to dumbbells to machine and keep flicking over and back. You're never going to get good at your bench press. To get good at your bench press, you need to be doing more bench press for a longer period of time. And then you can change out. You can keep your bench press in, but you're utilizing accessory work with your dumbbells and your inclined machine press. So that's where it, the same principle applies. So if you think about your goal and you think about, okay, what have I done previously? Maybe it's consistency and maybe changing everything all the time because you're getting bored doing the same thing. But what you have to say to yourself is, if I be consistent for the first two to four weeks, then I know I'm going to get to see a result. And what does that do? It builds motivation. It builds internal drive. So give yourself time. Don't rush the process. There is no rush. How long did it take you to get out of shape? And you're expecting to get into shape in super quick time. It's not going to happen like that. And you're putting undue pressure on yourself. You're just building anxiety and stress. And then you're just going down that rabbit hole all the time. So it's really important, guys, that when it comes to your nutrition plan, you have to stop changing it. Get the fundamentals right first. Go back over this podcast at the start of the way I, I was explaining to you about the structures and the phases. Try that within your own planning. And I can guarantee you 100% I've done this time and time again with clients getting them from where they are into the best shape of their life and it's all down to a phased process phase one phase two phase three phase four 
if you start thinking that way. And then if we take a step too far and we move into phase two, we just reverse back into phase one. And we say, let's just do another week here just to solidify it, nail down our basic structure here, and then let's move to phase two and vice versa. So that's really important you understand that as well. Because yes, we want variety in our diet and people will say, oh, you have to have variety in diet. Absolutely you do. And what I'm saying to you at the start is you pick three to four different types of proteins, carbohydrates and fats and fiber sources coming into your diet. And then you've got variety and then you base your diet off that chosen food groups. And then you start to work within that and then you add in different ones. You take ones out, you put ones in, but you don't take out a carbohydrate and put in a fat. You take a carbohydrate out and you replace it with another carbohydrate. You take a protein out and you replace it with another protein. Same with fats fiber your vegetables different types of vegetables when it comes to vegetables and fruit and getting variety guys go with seasons what's in season start eating what's in season so you'll have certain berries in season at some type of the year time of the year you'll have kiwis at some time of the year you'll have um certain uh, types of apples at certain times of the year will be very 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 good pears and stuff like that and the same with your vegetables what's in season and, and make a good variety they are always getting some color always getting some greens so that's just building habits and behaviors around your nutritional choices, being consistent on your current training plan and your current nutrition plan. And I can guarantee you're going to make life so much easier for yourself because you're going to build motivation. You're going to see change quicker. You're going to build discipline as well, which is really important because we need to be disciplined. It's not going to happen overnight. You have to have the certain amount of discipline where there is going to be harder days and you'll have to make harder choices um to stay consistent and to stay to stay on track but that has to be done and you have to accept that and once you accept that the brilliant thing about it is then you will start to see change and the very minute you start to see change like any of us it builds our internal drive it builds motivation people start saying it to you they pass you in the gym they pass you in the street and say jesus you're training you're looking good and you mightn't see that on a, maybe a scale or on whatever but suddenly somebody says it to you and you go oh jeez okay actually what I'm doing is it must be working and I, f I actually feel good and then you start to think about your subjective feedback how do you actually feel and you could say yeah I have more energy than I had two weeks ago okay it's working that's a small win it isn't just always we have to lose a ton of weight fast feeling better sleeping better more energy is so so important but all that is never going to happen if you don't get consistent with what you're doing at the outset so set your base plan and be consistent on two to four week period and then see if you've nailed phase one and then you progress to phase two. Once you nail phase two, then you progress to phase three. So this is really important, guys, and this is something I've done time and time again with clients. And it's a proven method that works and it's a method that I employ and it really does work. So if you take on this information and again, if you have any questions on this, please reach out on my social media platforms at coach.bobbyinwright. You'll get me. Um, just reach me out in a DM. Ask me if you if you're stuck in any of these phases or you require help here. We are always open for coaching so we can help you to get into the very, very best shape you possibly can um, with this phased approach. And that will really make a difference to you because if something hasn't worked in the past, stop doing it because it's not working. So you need to change the variable. And that's really important. It's like somebody continuously changing their food plan. They get nowhere because they never get consistent at anything. And somebody looking for consistent change. I need everything different. I need five different workouts in a week or 10 different workouts in a week. You're never getting good at anything. Put your head down on a workout, same as your nutrition plan, two to four weeks with a workout. I would always suggest kind of eight week mark before you change anything or even think about changing anything. 
get yourself into the workout and nail it nail it to the best of your ability maximize each lift that you have within there each exercise and then when you maximize everything then you can move and you can change same with your nutrition plan maximize your approach first to food good quality food one ingredient foods get used to cooking it get used to putting meals together the basis of, of your foundational education in is set you're consistent you've built habits and you move to phase two and that's where success is going to come guys so hopefully that was helpful and um, it's a method that i've used time and time again and i find it's hugely successful once people really buy into that process and really open their mind to this and they will get results i can guarantee you 100 so again guys if you do require anything at all please reach out to my social media all the social media handles are in the show notes so you can give a look there and again i appreciate everybody giving feedback on the podcast really appreciate it when you share it on your stories that is fantastic and it's brilliant to to reach a bigger wider audience to help more people so hope you're having a fantastic week hope you're in a fantastic january we're nearly at the end of it now and we're moving into february so for a lot of people the january blues is kind of the hard part of the year and once they get past that then they can really drive on and motivate yourself so hopefully this podcast now can motivate you to get your nutrition on point and then start progressing and getting some real results. Again, guys, have a fantastic week, and thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright.